BF Show Season 3, Episode 10. Sean Gankars with Justin Chaz for an out of time, as always. Um, boys, we hated the week last week. Still a lot of winning weeks somehow, 5-4. and four. That brings us to 35-28 and 28 on the year. And like we were just saying a whole 10, 15 seconds ago on the pre-show, Chaz from first place to last place, and it's not by much. Adam sitting at 12-9 and nine with myself. Chaz are 11-10. and 10. Um, big slate this week, Adam. Like you said, I can see where you see it's iffy. I personally, along with Chaz, like it better. But boys, where are we? Week eight. How are we feeling this week? I'll tell you what, gang. The boys can't go broke making a profit, right? <laughs> so you know, five and four, we'll, we'll take that. Uh, you know, we're above five hundred now. We want, we expect better, of course. But you know, we'll take that week and we'll keep rolling with it. Uh, we're feeling good. Uh, I'm excited to go first in the locks. Uh, Chazzy, how are we doing? I need a big bounce back. A couple, couple uh, rough weeks, but like like Gank said, this week looks a little better than last week. Uh, but a lot of season left. Like you guys said, 5-4 and four is a winning week. Expect more, but winning record overall. A couple winning weeks in a row. We're, we're on the right path. Hey, 6-3 and three was on the line right there until... Bears forgot to bring their offense <laughs> to the field on Monday night. <laughs> Outscored by their defense. Outscored by their defense. Yeah. That's incredible, too. Like, what's that ball is picked in the end zone, too, and the Bears are going in? I'm like, that's got to be it. Yep. That, that went all hope of – even if they scored there, I was like, they ain't winning this game at this point, but at least the cover's open. No. Mm-hmm. Not there, but – like you said, we got another full slate. Um, do got a couple winning weeks in a row. The record, seven games over 500, might be at a season high. Sounds right. I'm not mistaken. Um, I believe, you know, we hit that with six once we got to six last week. Got another one. Uh, let's keep it rolling and. Gonzo, once again on track for another great year here. What is he five and two coming into week eight? Yes, um, he's got an absolute barn burner in the NFC South here. <laughs> Carolina Panthers two point favorites at home over the Falcons over under fifty one and a half. Um, I tell you what, got it right last week in the Giant Eagle game. Very impressive. How's you feeling this week, Trez? Huge pick last week with the G-Men. And, uh, yeah, 5-2 and two on track for another really good year. And this pick hurts me a little bit. He's going against my Falcons. He's taking, oh, let's go. Oh, let's go. <laughs> he's taking Carolina minus the two. And, uh, you know, like every week. This one this one hurt me, like I said, a little bit because I really wanted to take my Falcons. But uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Gonzo, take the home favorite here, Carolina. And, uh, I mean, the Falcons just – they just find ways to lose. I don't know if you guys saw it. There's an odds boost on DraftKings for this week for the Falcons to have a fourth quarter lead and lose the game. It's like oh. it's like plus four fifty or something. So like that's, I mean they're just the laughing stock of the league when it comes to that stuff. But uh, yeah, brutal loss for them last week. Carolina at home here. Uh, I expect a shootout, so I really like the over. But I'll ride with Gonzo at the spread. I'll take uh, I'll take Carolina to win thirty one twenty eight. Well, I told you guys pre-show I was hoping Gonzo was on the Panthers because I don't like to pick against him, and I'm right on the Panthers. I love it. Uh, For me, I've said this about a few teams, but they have a lot more to play for in the Falcons. Panthers are three and four. They get a win here, four and four. That's that's pretty good. Wasn't their over-under wins this year, like five, boys? So, I mean, that's that's impressive. So, I think I, I like where they're at. Defense is playing pretty well. They had a tough loss to the Saints only by three points last week. So I will take the Panthers to win, take them to cover. I'll go 28-24 Carolina. Um, yeah, I'm going against Gonzo here. Wow. Told you before Fool. in the show that Fool. I was locked on, pretty locked on something. No matter what Gonzo picked, it wasn't changed my mind. And I'm going to stick with Atlanta here. Um, Carolina, no, last year they are impressive. This year they're definitely the better team than – what they were last year, but I kind of seen this story before and this Atlanta team, as you said, Chaz has had its moments to be a laughing stock in the NFL. I mean, DraftKings literally promoting a booster that is <laughs> punching them in the face pretty much. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> that is something else, but 
with that said, this Atlanta team, you know, Julio's healthy. He's on the field. This offense, I still think, is one of the better ones in the league. Uh, and Carolina's defense has been very good. I still think Atlanta can find a way to score points against this Panthers defense, and that's where my question comes in. I'm still not sold on this Panthers offense so much. I mean, Atlanta's defense is by no means better, but now you got high over under here, 51 and a half, and I kind of love the over here too because I can see this game turning into a shootout where I'm going to take Matt Ryan to find a way to pull it out in the end every time over Teddy Bridgewater. Even though Atlanta blows it in the end, something tells me this this Atlanta team, no. Could have a little fight. They got the talent, and these are the kind of games they find a way to win. What was it, a couple of weeks ago, they went into Minnesota, figured it out finally, mm. whoever it was against. Um, I think they kind of figure out again here. It's, you know, you asked me before the season, I'm going to tell you the Falcons are better than the Panthers, and while the records don't show it, I still think they can be, and I think they will be t- tomorrow night. Give me the Falcons 33-30. You know, gang scarred picking the Panthers from last week. Last week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> That's what he said. Still doesn't believe. Yeah. I had them covering last week. It helps. True. It's true. Um, what the hell is the Lions record? They're back to 500 football. Yeah, three and three, baby. Yeah, three and three. That's what I thought so. Now they're at home against the Colt team. Um, Lions, two and a half point dogs at home here. Over under set at fifty. Um, I do like, like you said, Lions. You know, win a couple in a row, but I've kind of been high on the Colts all year. The Colts offense is still there's still something wrong with the Colts offense. I mean, I don't know if it's Phil Rivers or what. I'm not to lie, I see more numbers with the Colts than I actually do watch their games because their offense has been that boring. Uh, but they still have a very good defense. I think it's a defense that can slow down Matt Ryan a bit. Um, two and a half. At home for Detroit, I feel like makes a lot of sense here. It's what I want to pick, but something tells me Indy's going to figure out to win the game. They're beating teams. I feel like they should. I think they beat the Lions on a field goal at the end of this one, 26-23 Colts. Yeah, Gank, I'm right there with you. I, I, these are two teams that could come out and lay an egg, both of them. I really like the Colts this week, though. Coming off a bye, I feel like they could fix some of their offensive problems. Um, and defensively, I mean, they clearly haven't figured out. Lions should have lost last week. Obviously, a few games they should have won as well against my Bears, to be fair. Um, <laughs> I just, I, I'm not buying the Lions completely uh, against a team that will run the ball and play good defense. That seems like the team that would beat the Lions. So I will take the Colts to win uh, pretty easily cover. I will go 27-20, uh, uh, Indy. I'll start off with going against you guys here. I'm, I'm uh, <clears throat> take the Lions. I'm actually going to take them to win. I think I think the Lions have some momentum rolling here. Two straight wins off their bye, and their defense is actually playing a lot better. I mean, they held Atlanta to, what, 14 points until that last drive last week, until Gurley fell in the end zone on accident. Um, <laughs> and, I mean, Matt Ryan at home – or Matt Ryan, Matt Stafford at home. I think – I mean, the Lions are 3-3, three and three, like, I know they're over under with seven, and oh, I think all of us took the under because we didn't really see many many winnable games. But I think they're they're a surprising team right now. They're playing good football, and uh, like you said, the biggest thing for me, the Colts' defense is good, but it's that offense that, that scares me. And I think the Lions at home will be able to put up enough points to, to squeak out a win here. Uh, I this isn't a knock on the Colts for the year. I just think the Lions are a hot team playing at home. So I'll take the Lions to win 24-21. Jazzy kind of loves the Lions. Don't sleep on I He's don't hate the pick. I think the Lions. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I don't either. But, right. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. Um, Let's get to Vegas traveling to Cleveland here. Cleveland, two and a half point favorites at home, over under 51 and a half. To me, one of the more interesting and better one o'clock games of uh, this week. I mean, you got two teams that, you know, for the past few years have clearly just not been good. Both of them near turning a corner, it looks like this year. Um, Some would say the Browns probably there more so than the Raiders right now. 
But looking at this game right now, I'm going to go with the dog to win outright on the road here in the Raiders. The Browns have, you know, they got killed to the Steelers. They got killed to the Ravens early, but they've been beating the teams that they should, and they found a way to pull it out last week too. With that said, though, I almost think you're going to see Odell's worth to this Browns team a little more now that he's out. Uh, Browns, obviously a run-heavy team. When they throw the ball, has been all successful. Baker, massive five-touchdown performance. I mean, he's played two great games against Cincy this year. Well, two better games against Cincy. But other than that, the Browns' offense, most of its success has come on the ground. I think that's what they look to do. But, you know, without Odell, who's their true receiver you know, you got Jarvis Landry. I don't know if you trust him as a true number one. The Raiders know the Browns can run the ball. John Gruden's a keen in on stopping that run and make Baker Mayfield beat him in the air without his best weapon, Odell Beckham. And I think that's going to cause problems for the Browns against a Raider team that, you know, has impressed me for the most part this year. I think the Raiders have the talent to score against this Browns team. Their offense has been impressive. And I think the Browns offense is going to hit a little stall this first week without Odell. Give me the Raiders winning this one on the road here, 24-23. Gank, I, I looked at this game, and I, I still am not sure how it's going to go. I have to go either way. And the Raiders are a tough team to bet because one week they beat the Chiefs, next week they get blown out by the Bucs. Um, first of all, Cardi, Cody Parkey sucks. <laughs> that, motherfucker, that motherfucker cost me a 3-0 and week. And – not to mention double doink. We're not going to talk about it. Either way. I'm going to get his jersey um, that, for Christmas, but. <laughs> that's not funny. I'm going to light on fire. <laughs> I I, I kind of like the Raiders here too, Gank. Um, to be fair to the Browns, if they won, they'd be 6-2. and two. That'd be pretty wild. But I, I don't know about Cleveland against a good Vegas uh, team that will come in after a loss and just run the ball um, and make, like you said, make Baker Mayfield beat them. I, I don't think he's capable of doing that just yet. Um, he beat the Bengals, but the Bengals' defense is horrific. So, <laughs> I, I, I like I like the Browns. Uh, uh, excuse me, I like the Raiders to win. I like them to cover. Uh, I will go twenty-seven, twenty-four, Vegas. It's been a row. I'm going against you guys. I'm I'm a little uh-huh. biased on this, but just because I took the Browns uh, over win total, but I, I think I mean the, the thing with the Raiders, they're I mean both these teams, both defenses are horrific. The Raiders are. Only trail of the Dallas Cowboys points given up per game. I mean, they're giving up 33 a game, and, I mean, the Browns are 31. So, I probably won't touch this game when it comes to the spread, but I do like the over because both these defenses are really bad. Um, But at the end of the day, I think the Browns are just the better team here and playing at home uh, in a very tough division race. I I think they really need this game. I know the Odell loss. Is, is massive, so now they're down, obviously, him and Nick Chubb. But I think uh, I think the Browns find a way to get it done. I think that two-and-a-half is – the half point is going to come into play here. I'll take the Browns in a fun football game, 33-30. <laughs> football. <laughs> Love those. <laughs> oh, oh, man, Adam, this next game, you want to talk fun Please. football. Please. Your Rams traveling east and south to the southernmost part here. Miami at home, three-point underdogs against the Rams. Over under 46. Adam, you got to take this one first. I mean, you got to take the next one from your boys. <laughs> Boy, this, this hurts, boys. I looked at this and knew I was going to get shit for it. Um, this is a tough one because the Finns, the Finns getting three is weird. I, they got like 10. They were given 10 another week. And usually get about 10, <clears> a nice six or seven mark, which I love. Uh, I, I like the Rams, dude. I've been on them all year, and I don't believe the Dolphins made the right choice in having Tua start his first game against the Rams defense um, because I think like we saw last week, obviously the Bears offense is bad, but the Rams D is legit, and Aaron Donald's a problem. Jalen Ramsey is a problem. And they're just getting better. I've been on them all year, so I'm going to stick with them. And I like them by a touchdown here, so I will go uh, 24-17 L.A. Yeah, I'm going to be with you here at the Rams on minus three. And, no, watch that Rams defense last week, or not even last week, this past Monday against the Bears. Not ideal for Tua to see coming into his first NFL start. At the same time, obviously, the Dolphins, you know, made the decision – I kind of don't hate where they made the decision at the bye week. You know, he's got an extra week to kind of 
prep and get ready for this team. Um, Dolphins at three and three. Now they have to feel that they're in some type of playoff race here. So what they see from Tua must be really something, something special or good. Because I can't imagine at three and three, where you know a league where seven teams from each conference make the playoffs. Now that you're just gonna bench fits like that when he's the guy that got you there. So kind of got to think and somewhat trust what they see if they're just throwing them out here. But I don't think go back to the beginning point here, and I'm with you where it's a tough defense to get thrown out there in his first start. And West Coast traveling east is usually a thing I don't love too much, but I think the Rams have a lot of confidence, momentum coming off that Bears game, and they can bring it. Now they see a rookie quarterback, and now they're staring Aaron Donald in the face every time you snap the ball. Give me the Rams on the road here, 28-21. Yeah, I'm with you guys on this one. I think uh, I was I was the lone wolf on the Rams last week, and I'm, I'm taking them again this week. I think I think this is a stay away game because I don't. You guys, I mean, everyone has no idea what Tua is going to look like. So, like, I mean, if he comes and balls out, Dolphins could easily win this game. But um, definitely a stay away for betting. But I mean, Rams coming off a, a big win, and now they get a you know NFL debut in Tua. I think that defense could could have a feast if if you know Tua struggles early. Uh, I still don't understand the move for the Dolphins. Why why this is the time they they make this move? I think uh, I know a lot of people think that the Dolphins kind of had it set that Tua was going to start after the bye, and uh, I just I don't know. They're three and three playing well with Fitz. It's interesting move, but we'll see if it works out for him. But. Uh, I'll take the Rams to win and cover here. I'll take them 21-17. Yeah, the move is interesting. Like, like I said, 30 and 30 chance there. But I mean, the only thing I can think of is like – I think I talked about this last week too for your show. It's the Dolphins, you know, they have the Texans first-round pick, second-round pick. This team has some draft picks. And let's be honest, the Dolphins – They'll have a chance to make the playoffs, but we all know, I think they know when it's all said and done, they ain't beating a Kansas City or a Pittsburgh or a Baltimore this year. So, you know, you're kind of at a point where see what you have with Tua and evaluate into this all season because this team, this team seems pretty close to maybe making that big turn finally. Yeah. Go Finns. Not this week, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Adam, next year we're going to be on the show. He's in- to be your preseason Super Bowl pick. <laughs> oh, I may. I may. Never know. So what Tua has. <laughs> Man, let's get to your division now here. Uh, your Bears, tough loss falling back to the pack. Um, but pack at home, six and a half point favorites over the Vikings here, over under 51 and a half. We've seen these two teams square off once. Um, no, Aaron Rodgers in the pack just went off. I believe it was first week of the season, too. Aaron Rodgers could not miss, kind of set the tone for a season that's been running well for the Packers. Uh, the Vikings, total opposite of what we expected this season. Another talk pre-show how they'll figure this team probably could win the division and everything maybe would, and they just haven't been close. They seem like they're ready to wave the right white flag on the season. With that said, though, I don't think the Vikings forget what happened week one. This is a divisional game, and I have no other reason other than gut where I'm going to take the Vikings to actually cover this six and a half. The Packers ain't going to lose this game at home, but like I said, the Vikings seen this Packers offense once. Um, I'm expecting a decent game from Aaron Rodgers, but they ain't going to let him put up the numbers he had against them in the first game. I think the Vikings kind of contain him a little bit more, keep it a little closer than anticipated. But when it's all said and done at the final bell, give me the Packers 28-24. Yeah, gang, I, I agree with some of your points of it is a lot of points for a divisional game. And six and a half, six and a half, six and a half is a lot. But I have no reason to think the Vikings defense can stop Rodgers. I disagree. I mean, they just trade away my boy Jan Ngakwe <laughs> to Chazzy Ravens. There, there uh, is. And, <laughs> I, I just don't see it. Um, they couldn't stop him week one, was it? And it seems like the Vikings' offense is getting worse and worse. Is Dalvin playing? Yeah, I actually don't even is. know. He is playing. Okay, so that's good for them. But I, I just don't see it. I like the Packers by a touchdown here. I can see the Vikings covering, though. I agree. Packers get a win. 
Uh, I'll go 30 to 23 Green Bay. I'm, I'm with Gank on this one. To take the Vikings to cover, uh, I don't think they win, but divisional game here, uh, Vikings coming off a bye. I mean, obviously they got picked apart by Aaron Rodgers and his team week one. So I don't think they're going to let that happen again. And at least I hope I hope not for uh, for my fancy uh, matchup. But uh, <laughs> but I think just the Vikings coming off a bye, getting Dalvin back. I think uh, I think they can keep this close just because it's a divisional game. They, these two teams know each other. But at the end of the day, the Packers won't lose. I think the Vikings could put a little scare in them. But at the end of the day, I'll take the Packers to win. But Vikings to cover. I'll take the Pack thirty-one twenty-seven. Go. Pack scoring 30 has got to be good for my matchup against you this week, oh, Trez. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, Aaron Jones is back. Should be. Um, staying with the visual games here in New England, traveling to Buffalo. Buffalo, three and a half point favorites at home. Over and under 42 and a half. And you know, this is at a point in the season where I should just buy the fact that New England ain't that good. Uh, Bills, I was wrong on, although the Bills, you know, haven't been as great since their three or four week start to the season. But Josh Allen's obviously been good. The Bills have been good. But looking at this game in terms of the spread, the first thing I'm looking at is that hook. And that's because Vegas wants you to look at the Patriots, I think. Saying you know they ain't the same Patriots. The Bills have been much better. People are high on the page, high on the Bills, low on the Patriots this year. And three and a half seems like a small number, but three and a half also is a key number when it comes to these sports gamblings. So I'm just gonna go with my gut here. I think Bill Belichick finds a way to cover this game, and I think the Bills, who never seem to win this game, even in years where you may think so, finally actually squeak it out. But give me the patch to cover the plus three and a half, 20 to 17 bills. Gank, I, I got the same score as you, man. I agree. Um, the Bills seem to, against the Jets, just run the ball and not let Josh, Josh Allen make mistakes, kick six field goals and win a game. Uh, I mean, the Pats got to bounce back eventually, right? At least you have to think with Bill Belichick, but they looked horrible last week. I don't know what Cam Newton was doing. The guy got me negative fantasy points. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking unbelievable. But that being said, for a lot of the reasons that you pointed out, I, I like the Bills to win. I like the Pats to cover. Not a fun football game, but I'll go 2017 uh, Buffalo. Yeah, I'm just wondering where that Pats team that played that game in Seattle that was a play away from beating them, like where they, where they are. Um, uh, I haven't seen a defense that bad in a while. Yeah, but yeah. I, I mean, that team – I mean, Cam looked – very good that week. Yeah. Like he looked like old Cam. And last week he looked like the worst Cam we ever seen. But with that being said, I'm with you guys. I think that this three and a half, I think the hook is the big part here. I mean, the Bills are five and two, but they played two really bad football games where they lost. And then they, they're lucky it even went last week. I mean, against the Jets. They fell down 10 nothing. Yeah, if they were playing anyone else other than the New York Jets, they would have lost. And um, I think I mean true. This is a massive game for, for this division. It's a massive game for the Bills. To I mean, they could put the, the Pats at two and five and really separate themselves, uh, and finally you know put themselves in a good position to get over that hump to to win the NFC East. And I think they do it because they're they're at home and they're catching the Pats team that's not playing good football. So, uh, but with that being said, I think the Pats keep it close and I think that hook coming comes into play. Uh, like Adam said, not fo- not a fun football game, but I will take the Bills <laughs> 17-14. There it is. Um, speaking of the Jets, biggest spread of the season right now, 19.5-point dogs in Kansas City here. Over under 49. I want to say, like, I want to just give you a pick. Here you go, but. I will say this. I mean, this is a massive spread. It's even what opened up at 21, 22, if I'm not mistaken. Actually going down, people betting on the Jets. And, you know, this type of game right here, I think the Chiefs come out. I do see the big first half. When it's all said and done, 19 and a half, it's high. I think they want you to take the Jets 19 and a half. And like I said last game, that's why I went against it. But I'm actually going to stick with the Jets 19 and a half here too. 
And the game ain't even going to look this close, too. But I expect the Chiefs to run out, score big in the first half before laying low a little. But I do think the Jets may be trying to figure some things out offensively, just can find some enough points and then the late garbage time score at the end to cover the 19 and a half. So I had them losing by 18 in this one. I got the Chiefs 35-17. Wow. Gank, uh, I, I got the Chiefs covering, but I mean, yeah, this is unbelievable. I told you guys <laughs> pre-show, I looked at this line and I just started laughing out loud to myself <laughs> alone in a room because it's a of college how it was. Yeah, literally. It is gross <laughs> that an NFL team is is giving or guess getting that many points. Um, but it, I could see a backdoor cover at the end, like you said, because the Chiefs didn't take the foot off the gas at the end of games. But I'm going to take the Chiefs to win. I'm taking the cover too. Um, I like them to put up a ton of points. So I will go uh, 38-16 Kansas City. Yeah, don't know what don't know what I'm gonna do. It's from siding with you again. No. Take the, Let's go. I'm gonna, oh my god. I'm gonna god. take the Jets. And it's it's honestly just a thing. Whenever I see a number this big, I'm gonna take the points. Um and I every time I see a number this big, I think of that game, I think it was two years ago. The Bills, when they were, you know, bad in the Bills, went into Minnesota. They were seventeen point dogs and won outright. So I think just with a number this big, it's it's hard not to take the points. Obviously, it's the best team in the league. It's the worst team in the league, and the Chiefs are at home. But I think, like Gank said, I think if the Chiefs get up big here, I think you could see Mahomes get pulled early. I think you could see the starters get pulled early, and the Jets get a little backdoor cover. And so I'll take the Chiefs to win 31-14. But uh, like Gank said, I think I don't think it is actually that close. Backdoor cover and uh, a little Le'Veon Bell revenge game. Uh, there it is, too. <laughs> All right, Chaz, what I've been waiting for for you. Um, <laughs> massive game in Baltimore here. Undefeated Steelers travel to Baltimore. Chaz, or Ravens, three-and-a-half-point fairs at home. Over under 46-and-a-half. I think we could all agree here. I mean, I don't know. I've been thinking it. I've seen a stat on Twitter about how close this series has been in the past 20 years to confirm it. Let's be honest, you could open a history book, probably find a better rivalry if you want to add up all the NFL years of history. But for the past 20 years, I think this has been the best rivalry, and this is one of the bigger games these two teams have seen in it. So, Chaz, how are we feeling about your Ravens this year? Yeah, I, I mean, this is the game of the week. Should have been flexed the Sunday night, but like I was telling Adam on the pre-show, they play Thanksgiving night, so – uh, so they, they wouldn't give them two, two uh, night games. But massive game. Ravens coming off a bye. Uh, big signing of, or big trade of Yannick Ngakwe, AT's boy. Uh, huge, huge win from the Steelers last week. And I love to see it because they beat the Titans. But um, like you said, Gank, this rivalry is probably the best in football. And over the last 20 years, it, these two teams have been insanely close uh since 1999 each team has 23 wins Steelers are averaging 19 and a half points Ravens are averaging 20.3 points I mean it it really it really can't get any closer and when you look at the rivalries in the in the NFL these two uh are the closest when it comes to uh difference in points per game it's at seven so everything screams this game's gonna be close and that's exactly where I have it I think the Ravens at home here, I think they need it because I, th- I think these two teams are going to split and trying to go into Pittsburgh Thanksgiving night probably isn't a great spot to, to try to win that game. So I think the Ravens win this game, but uh, I, I think the Steelers will cover that three and a half. I have this game actually is a one point game. Um, so I'll take the Ravens in a much needed win here, 24, uh, 23. And like I said, I just, I, uh, don't think they can count on going Thanksgiving night and beating the Steelers. And uh, their next few weeks are pretty tough, so they really need this one. Yeah, I mean, Chaz, you know, this is a massive game for the Ravens. And it's a big game for the Steelers, but the Ravens got to have this one. Um, and, you know, just to show up on a big stage. And that rivalry is crazy. I don't know if there's a more competitive rivalry like you guys were saying. I mean, you have no idea who's going to win the games. I like the Ravens' money line here. I think that they will win this game. But I agree with you, Chaz. I think the Steelers find a way to cover it. It's just too close. Uh, three and a half is a little too much for me. Maybe if it was two and a half, I would take the Ravens. But I could see maybe a Justin Tucker game winning field goal, mm-hmm. something like that. 
Um, I have the exact same score as you. I like 24-23 Baltimore. Guys, are you waiting for me to say this game's too big for Lamar? Yeah, I know it's coming. All right, okay. Well, here's the thing. One, this game's too big for Lamar. He's not going to play well. I don't think he plays well. There's the other thing, too, though, is both these defenses make the case these are two best defenses in football. Though it's great. I think we got that good old, old school Steelers-Ravens fist fight backyard brawl type of game in this one here. Um, with that said, you know, Ben, Ben's been known for turning the ball over a few times this year here, too, also. I think the Ravens could force a couple. I think the Steelers could force a couple. I'm really, like I said, I'm not expecting a good game from Lamar. But when it's all said and done, I think this game kind of gets ugly, but ugly in a fun way because it's two big teams going at it. Steelers, Ravens, massive game. Both fun defenses, both good defenses. A couple turnovers. Um, when it's all said and done, though, Chaz, like you said, I think the Ravens need it more. And something tells me you're going to find a way. So I'm joining you guys on this where I'm going to have the – Ravens winning the game. I'm going to have the Steelers covering here. And I'm going to go Baltimore 16-13 in an old AFC North Classic. Wow. <laughs> Under 30 points. I mean, you also have to think that, like, Ravens are coming off a bye. Steelers are coming off a very hard-fought game in, in Tennessee. So, it's – it's yeah. like like I said, the Ravens just – they really they really need it. Yeah, like I said, I mean – I'm not expecting Ben to play that well this week either. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. really expect – I'm kind of just hoping for it too. Like this game really has old school Steeler Ravens backyard fight yeah. all over it. Yeah. Yep. Should yep. be a fun and It's fantastic actually. It'll be the most fun 16-13 game I ever watched. It <laughs> <laughs> like, should be a fun – yeah, that, that'll be a fun football game at 16-13. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> <laughs> but – um, right, let's stick in the AFC here. Another team that's right up with both those teams playing Tennessee Titans traveling to Cincy here. Titans, five and a half point favorites on the road. Over unders 53 and a half. Adam, your boy Tannehill is still flying under radar, not getting credit. Um, how do you feel about him this week? Oh, I mean, I'm very happy about the matchup against the Bengals <laughs> because the Bengals defense is just <laughs> horrible. I mean, come on. <laughs> Uh, five and a half is a lot. You know, I, since he seems to keep games close, they just lost by, what, three to the Browns? Obviously, a divisional game. but And the Titans seem to keep games close as well. And I think it's I think uh, it's a little too many points. So, I like the Bengals to cover here. Um, you know, for some reason, the Titans uh, just have a lot of kicking problems. Goskowski, Chaz called it last year about how bad he was. And he is still struggling. And the Titans aren't putting teams away, and the Bengals aren't going away. So, I like the Titans to win. Uh, in a lot of points here, I will go 31-27 Tennessee. Wow. I mean, I personally would not mind that at all because I'm going to need AJ Green and a couple Bengals to have a big game. And I'm with you, Adam, where I'm expecting a shootout here. I am expecting Tennessee to win. I almost want to pick Tennessee to cover. Chaz, I know you're heavy against Tennessee this year where you're saying they're not that good. I almost don't want to buy into Tennessee either. The thing is, like, watch his team second half of last year and watch his team the first half of this season. And honestly, lost last week to Pittsburgh. But, you know, this team fought back and Goskowski kind of fucked them, obviously. But they had a chance to even put that game into overtime wins. All said and done, as much as I don't want to buy into this team, I have seen enough to learn and realize that, you know, between Derrick Henry and even Ryan Tannehill just been making the plays. His team finds a way to win games. And it's at a point where I'm bought in. I know it's never pretty. It always seems to be close out, and that's why I almost like the Bengals plus five and a half because, you know, they'll just almost play at the other team's level no matter what. But also when you look at the winning percentage in those games, no matter what the past year or so, second half last year, first half this year, and it is – Got to be through the roof. They just find a way to win games. They beat you on the ground, and if you want to contain Henry, Ryan Tannehill has made more than enough plays for me to buy the fact that this team, no matter what, can move the ball. So I'm going to pick the Titans to win, but like you said, Adam, it is a lot of points. They, I think they play at the other team's level, but they're just too good and always find a way to win. So give me the Titans winning this one late, 30-27. to 27. 
Yeah, ATM right there with you. I think this is too many points. Um, and uh, I mean, I've been off the Titans all year, and I mean, <laughs> huge win from the Steelers last week. Obviously, I will say this: the Titans did battle back and you know showed some life. I mean, the thing is with them, it, it's Derrick Henry. He's so damn good. Like he had his worst game in like seventeen games last week. He still had eighty yards on a touchdown. Like it's it's incredible what he can do and what he'll continue to do. Like he might have two hundred yards this week against the Bengals. But um, with that being said, this Bengals team, they fight. And they, like AT said, they don't go away they're, and they're at home. Um, Joe Burrow and this team is, is going to be good in a few years because they got a, a lot of good young talent and they can put up points. But, I mean, their defense is not good. So I don't think they – I really want to pick them to win the game, but I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> God, you hate the Titans really, yeah, so much. Really um <laughs> Uh, I'll give the Titans the win here, but I'll, I'll take the Bengals to cover. Uh, give me the Titans 28-24. Bengals covering, though. Sure. Um, all right, 4 o'clock swing here. Chargers in Denver. Denver getting 30 over under 44 and a half. I'm talking about the Broncos pre-show. Uh, saying how, you know, maybe they'll hit their season total and over when It's all said and done. Probably not, but I look at this game here. Um, <laughs> Justin Herbert finally getting in the win column. But I look at Denver, this team, I deja vu talking about Denver every week. I feel like you got to have confidence with this team finding a way to cover the spread. And, you know, me and Gary are talking about it. Bronco fan, Giant fan, I'm not used to it. Denver just finds a way to squeeze out more wins. The Giants have been close all year. They're 4-3 against the spread. I don't know Denver's exact numbers against the spread, but I know enough to know they've covered a couple spreads. And you look at this game at home against a Charger team that doesn't even have as many wins as the Broncos do. It's weird looking at the Broncos getting three. Herbert has obviously been great. But a game like this, everything tells me the Broncos are going to find a way to cover. And it's a three-point spread, and I don't want to pick the Broncos to win because I do think Herbert and the Chargers find a way. So I'm going to pick the Chargers to win, Broncos to cover 24-23 Chargers. Gank, I I disagree with you, man. I I really – I like the Chargers this week. Denver played horrific last week. And granted, they got winning in New England. (laughs) We'll keep keep this in the back pocket. I'm not opposed to it. They finally got back in the Uh, one call last week, so – about the same time, right? Keep it rolling. <laughs> uh, I, I just – the way Herbert's playing, I don't see Denver's defense stopping him. I think he's going to put up 27, 30 points. And I don't think Denver can do the same on offense. Chargers D hasn't looked great, granted. Don't get me wrong. But I think they believe in Herbert, and they think that he's going to start getting something going here. And the truckers aren't a bad team. I mean, they're two years away from winning 12 games. So I like them to get hot a little bit. And I think that they win this game pretty easily. So I'll go 28 to 20 Chargers. I love being the deciding factor. Uh, Gag, you're going, yeah. going with you. Yep. Boo. Right on the Broncos again. And I'm actually going to take them to win the game. I think. Uh, wow. Yeah. I mean, it's it's that three number. So I, if I'm going to take them to cover, I might as well take them to win. I think, uh, I mean, last week they played horrible. But last week, the. the uh, the Chargers, I know they covered, but there was a point late in the third quarter they were like down 10 to the Jaguars. They didn't exactly play great. Um, and their defense is giving up some points. And I think the Broncos at home here, two and four, uh, playing a divisional team, I think they could squeak out a win. Um, so give me the Broncos to go win a ball game, 23-21. I love it. Love it. <laughs> Don't love it. <laughs> All right, Adam, here we are, your Bears. Oh, Bears. After their oh. ugliest performance of the season Monday night. Now they're facing the Saint team here. Bears, four-point underdogs at home here. Over under, whopping 43 and a half. Out <laughs> of so, how are we feeling two days off that Monday night loss? So I said to you guys, I knew I really did know they were going to lose. I went into that game thinking, all right, they're going to lose. But my God, their offense looked horrific. They got outscored by their defense. 
How sad is that? <laughs> That's bad. And I didn't even like that I, click until you said that too. And like, you know, this is something that a fan only looks at more. You guys might see it, but if you guys notice when you watch them, they take out their best players in the biggest moments. Yeah, clearly. Like they keep throwing the ball up. They literally keep throwing the ball up to like the rookie Mooney or like their third string tight end when they have Jimmy Graham and they have Allen Robinson and Anthony Miller. For some reason, they just I was take just guys say, out. Now that you say that, I actually remember saying like at one point in the game, I'm like, what's Anthony Miller doing on the sideline on this play? <laughs> and Dude, I forget the, the exact situation, but yeah, I remember saying that. <laughs> the pick in the red zone, threw the ball to the corner to Mooney. Allen Robinson, nowhere to be found. Jimmy Graham, nowhere to be found. <laughs> Either way. Uh, The one thing I will say is the Bears are going to lose to teams with good defenses, but I think that they can beat most teams that have bad defense. And the Saints' defense hasn't played well recently. Um, You know, they're still the Saints, and Drew Brees is going to do his thing, but I don't think the Saints will put up enough points to uh, blow the Bears out this week. And I think the Bears are going to bounce back. They got ran all over last week, so I'm sure their defense will bounce back. But the Rams figured it out a little bit because the, their defense can get wrong. Uh, I like the Saints to win, but I think the Bears cover here. So I'm going to go um, 20 to 19 New Orleans. Yeah, Adam, I don't hate that, but you wanted the biggest issue with getting ran all over last week. So that was against a Rams team who doesn't even know who their running back is. But now you got Alvin Kamara. <laughs> However, that's true. Very true. Very, very true. However, with that said, Adam, I'm kind of with you here. I said a pre-show. I'm going to stick to my gut. We're going to take the Bears to cover the four. Um, they probably pick the Saints to win, but you know, the Bears offense, we said it. We had our jokes. We made fun of them, but like they were brutal Monday. I don't think I don't think they're that good. Don't get me wrong. I also know and don't think they're that bad. And you no, know, this team ain't going. They ain't going two games in a row without scoring a touchdown. They ain't the Giants' offense. I've seen that. The Bears <laughs> will find a way to get the ball in the end zone a couple times here. Um, the over-under is low for a reason because I do think the Bears, especially at home, can it's actually almost an ide- ideal defense. It's somewhat contained breeze and even actually keep Kamara on check here. So when it's all said and done, I'm with you on this one. I got the Saints winning, but I think the Bears cover and actually like the under here slightly. Give me the Saints 21-20. Yeah, Gank, I have the same score as you. Uh, I'm, we're on the Bears covering here. And I was off them last week, but I think that, I think this is a spot that they can cover. I'm not going to take them to win, although if they do, and I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, it's like you said, the Saints defense isn't you know what we're really used to. I mean, they're, they're usually better than what they're showing right now. And, um, I just think the Saints and Drew Brees outdoors, I don't trust them half as much as I do when they're indoors. It's kind of like the Matt Ryan effect. It's, it's that division. But um, I think the Bears coming off a brutal loss, come back home and keep it close. But at the end of the day, I'll trust Drew Brees and that offense to make one more play than the Nick Foles. So uh, I'll take the Saints to win a close one. Same score as Gang, 21 to 20. That. Let's go in a game, huh? Chicago. Come on. <laughs> go steal one. I tell you what, go steal is, one again. This is the type of game yeah. Bears steal. Yeah, They've been doing it all it year. That won't surprise me. Yep. They win. Yep. No. Yeah. Nope. Um, all right. Let's get to San Fran, Seattle here. Uh, Seattle coming off their first loss of the season. Uh, I gave them their one loss. I picked it last week. I was very, I was kind of happy about it. Won me a lot of money. And now against the San Fran team that I've been so up and down on all year. But when it's all said and done, here's the case with San Fran. I'm never going to like them. There's just certain matchups. The team's weird. I think the team's weird, but they just match up pretty well against some teams. Just the style of football they play, I like their matchup against others. And I really want to like it against Seattle this week. But there's no way in hell I can pick that after picking Seattle and go to the Super Bowl. San Fran missing the playoffs and Seattle coming off a loss. And when it's all said and done, Russell Wilson's playing at an incredible level. I think he's going to find a way to make some plays here. I don't see him losing two in a row, and he, especially playing this one at home. Massive NFC West game. Uh, 49ers, Seahawks defense, obviously in question, but you know the style of offense the 49ers play, I almost think the Seahawks could somewhat – 
slow that down and contain it a bit. And what I'm saying is I think their defense will definitely do more than enough to make the few plays they need at home. They don't, their defense obviously ain't good enough to shut down anyone completely. But they'll make enough plays against this 49ers offense at home to give Russ enough chances and find a way to win this game at home late. Lions only two and a half, which feel a little strange, but give me the Seahawks to win and cover this one here. I'll go Seahawks 27-23. Gang, uh, yeah, man, I completely agree with you. Um, I don't see them losing two in a row. Eventually, the Seahawks defense has to stop someone. They're on pace to give up the most yards in NFL history. I'm pretty sure I saw that. That's today. insane. Is that true? I, I know. I'm, I, I'm, I believe I'm it. Not, it wouldn't shock me. No, yeah, yeah, I, I think so. that's true. Uh, they're on pace. Jesus. The most ever, and they're 5-1 and one because of one human being, Russell Wilson. And it took three interceptions for them to lose. He, he is not going to throw three again. And I, the Niners, they're good, but they're due for a loss. Come on. So I, I like the Seahawks to win. I have the exact same score as you, Yank. Um, I think their defense shows up a little bit this week with the banged-up 49ers offense. So I'll go 27-23 Seattle. Yeah, we're all – all agreement here. I think uh, Russ at home <clears throat> coming off a loss is the biggest thing here. And, I mean, the Niners, two good wins in a row against the Rams and uh, New England handed Bill Belichick his worst loss in New England ever, um, which is just absurd to think about. But this is also the team that lost to the Dolphins at home 43-17. So uh, we really don't know what team we're getting, but the Seahawks team at home, I think there's going to be too much for him. And, um, I mean, and Gank, like you said, we, we didn't really buy into the Niners before the year. All was bought into the Seahawks. Niners got even more hurt last week, losing Debo and Jeff Wilson. So, I just think this is a bad matchup. I'll take the Seahawks, uh, 33-27. Seahawks. Uh, now the two night games and a lot of NFCs coming at you. <laughs> There we go. Let's start. Sucking. A lot of sub five hundred football. Oh well, yeah. That's what you get. <laughs> and then the Buccaneers. <laughs> uh, Sunday night, obviously. Chaz, I'm gonna bring this one to you first too. I mean, living right there in Philly, and this is always an exciting game in Philly. I imagine, even with this division being as shitty as it is, this game because the division is so shitty. Of course, has a lot on the line. And now you got the Dallas Cowboys. Eight and a half point underdogs in Philly. We don't know really who's starting that quarterback. Philly steals a win late. Giants gift wrapped it and booted for them last week. Maybe that gets them a little momentum at home. Over under 43 and a half. Chaz, this game is all over the place with injuries. All over the place because the NFC East sucks. <laughs> One, I kind of want to know what they're saying on Philly Radio, and two, how do you feel? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, Philly Radio thinks they're going to win by 30 this week. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, me, on the other hand, I do not think that's going to be the case. Um, I, it sounds like that Ben DiNucci guy is going to start because Andy Dalton, they said, McCarthy said uh, Dalton will not be available until early at the end of the – or at the end of the week at the earliest. So that doesn't bode well for his status Sunday night. Cowboys 0-7 against the spread. They're getting their first cover this week. Eight and a half is a lot of points. Divisional game. <clears throat> and the Eagles are one Evan Ingram drop away from being in last place right now. Um, I picked it. I, yeah, I tried for one Evan Ingram catch away from being in first yeah, place. But exactly. Things don't always work yeah, out. <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying. I don't think this Eagles team is yeah. nine points better than anybody. Um, especially a divisional game against the Cowboys. And they looked horrible last week. Like, I picked against them last week, and I think I wasn't expecting a lot. But this game, I mean, eight and a half is such a big number for a Philly team. that They're not good either. Like, they're in first place, but they're not good. They're better than the Cowboys. They're going to get the win. But nine points is just a lot of a lot of points, especially when the other team is Zeke. I expect Zeke to have 20-plus carries this week. So give me the Eagles to win. Cowboys get the first cover. Uh, Eagles twenty three sixteen. Yeah, Chaz, I got a very very similar score to you. Um, I don't know if the Eagles are eight and a half points better no. than like anyone. And I mean, they're always trailing and lose and winning in the last minute. And I, well, to be fair, Dallas just lost by twenty points to the Redskins. Oh, Washington <laughs> football team. Sorry, 
Sorry, gang. Ah. Um, say Redskins. Sorry, gang. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, gang. Um, but no, nah, man, I, I like the Cowboys 24 – or sorry, the Eagles 24-17, but the Cowboys to cover. Um, the Eagles are going to keep them in the game. They keep in every team because they just mm-hmm. don't play well in the first half. So, you know, not much else I can say, but 24-17 Philly and Dallas gets their first cover. Oh, man, I really don't know what to do here, but my <laughs> quick crunch is kind of saying Eagles are going to find a way to cover, so I'm going to stick with that. Um thing is, you look at Dallas' defense, they're up there with Seattle's with one of the worst in the league that we just covered. Now you're looking at a game where an over-under is 43 and a half, and I can promise you every Cowboys game this year, Unless there's one I can't think of, every Cowboys game this year has gone way over that total. Um, Carson Wentz, best game of the season last week against the Giants. I think, one to say, he kind of somewhat keeps that up. We talked pre-show, you know, it is Cowboys-Eagles. You never know what could happen. But Wentz found a little rhythm. Now he's even got a better defense to face. Defense, I think, you pick apart more to kind of keep the rhythm going here. Jazz, I'm with you. I do expect the Cowboys to feed Zeke a lot, but I also expect the Eagles are expecting the Cowboys to feed Zeke a lot, and I don't know how much room they're really going to give him. Fanny Dalton ain't playing this game. The Eagles are to cover eight and a half easy because I don't see in what world how the Cowboys can move the ball. And to be honest, the Cowboys defense that I've seen enough of that's been brutal, I don't see them how they can stop Philly. Um you said it sounds like it's not going to be Andy Dalton, so I'm making the score prediction based off the fact that Andy Dalton is not playing. Give me the Eagles 31-13. The Cowboys also uh, dropped their points per game giving up last week after giving up 25. They were giving up 36 going into the game. Now they're only giving up 35. <laughs> wow. That's what I mean. <laughs> the over-unders I mean, and a half. This team's allowing 35 points a yeah. game. That's unbelievable. Yep. <laughs> because they, I mean, because oh they God. expected the Cowboys ain't going to score and it to stay somewhat close. Yeah. It is kind of crazy, though. I mean, they're giving up 35 a game, the overrunners 43. Here's the thing I do not want to bet that game, but it's a Sunday <laughs> night game, so I'm going to bet yeah. it. Like, half the yeah, game. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be bet. Yeah. <laughs> One, one way or like the other. A lot too. Yeah, one way or the other. Yeah. All right, now we get to go to MetLife Monday night, baby. <laughs> Giants, 10.5 point dogs at home here, over under 46 to the Buccaneers. Um, I was pretty sure whatever. Giants, 4 3 against the spread. This team, you know, I'm just used to the fact that I'm watching three, three and a half quarters of Giants fighting a football. Give me hope that they're going to find a shot to win the game, only to realize that it ain't going to happen anyway. <laughs> with that said, with that said, this Bucks team is no Giants. Seeing Pittsburgh, seeing Chicago, seeing the Rams. Bucks team, obviously, on that list of one of the better teams I'll see this year. But the Giants cover against Chicago. The Giants cover against the Rams. I think another cover ten and a half against the Bucks here. Um, I do think the Giants, Bucks offense, you know, God went out. AB obviously not ready yet. A lot of injuries. I do expect a big get day from Gronk. Um, obviously, fantasy tight end one thing, but two, you saw what Richard Rodgers did, who was picked up off the streets for Philly, what he could do at tight end against the Giants last week. So, like, that's the spot where you can expose the Giants. I'm expecting big things, but you know, the Giants offense – Looking a little better than it was the first few weeks of the season. I still don't hate the Giants' defense. You know, 10.5 seems like a lot. And to go back to the hook, but I got the Bucks. This score has been in my head since almost Thursday last week when I started looking ahead to this. But I got Bucks 27-17. Gank, I actually got the same score as you, man. Um, the Giants, like you said, their defense kind of shows up against better teams. Uh, the Bucks don't have Godwin, and they've been playing so well. I think they're due for a little bit of a, at least, slowing down of their offense. Um, but Brady, boy, he looks good. 
And, you know, Giants have a long week here. Devastating loss. I texted half of my Giants friends, fans, friends, and they were all hurting after that. <laughs> I mean, that's perfect. Take that one and six. Well, if you lose the God. game, you go to one and six. That's no reason to be that painful. And I'm not, I'm no. not kidding when I say that was the most painful loss. I probably have lost. I have watched since they might have lost that playoff game in Green Bay. I think I've smoked that like 26 yeah, with I mean, Odell. I can't remember yeah, that loss being that painful. Yeah. Dude, I don't blame you. That was brutal. That was like a Bears loss or like a Bears <laughs> Packers loss. But either way, I, I think that they, the Giants, aren't going to make this game much of a game, but at least keep it close. And I like Tampa 27 17. On the Giants to cover. Interesting. Yeah. Just, oh, just, not good. Hey, we were, we were <laughs> on them last week. <laughs> and that, that worked out for us. But uh, yeah, tough loss last week for you, gang. But um, I think. I think this Bucks team. I, I mean, they're they're obviously very good, five and two, and they're they're what we thought. Um, right in the thick of things for the NFC playoff picture, and one of the best teams in the NFC. But I just think ten and a half is a lot of points. And like I said, with the Jets game, whenever I see double digit points, I'm going to be leaning towards taking the points. And in this game, I mean, the Giants. The one thing about them, they're one and six, but they, I mean, they're in every game pretty much. And, I mean, they're playing at home. I mean, it's Monday Night Football. You got Tom Brady coming to town. Uh, and they're one and six, but they're right in the division race. So, they still got a lot to play for. Uh, so, give me the Giants to keep this one within 10 and a half. I'll take Brady to win, though. I'll take the Bucks 28 to 20. That's all right. We'll give Joe Judge credit. He's, he's, got, he's got the team, team fighting. Fight. He's got this team yeah, fighting. Like to say. I mean, it wasn't exactly given a huge talent base. Either. No, like, it wasn't. You know. And not to mention his lone – well, I mean, James Bradbury's been arguably the best corner in football somehow, actually. But let's be honest, Saquon's out too. His lone, like, top oh, yeah. talent he gets and has him for huge, five, yeah. six quarters all season. Yeah. But I do like what I see from Judge. I mean, the random-ass Giant fans, I'll tell you, I don't hate gentlemen, actually, but – I mean, if he gets fired, he gets fired. I'm not going to be upset either. I don't think he's done that bad of a job. What has this really been a bad pick of his? You know, uh, he's got a couple questionable draft picks. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like he has his pieces there, and like, I really think they're only a couple pieces away. Like, do you need? I agree, but they're two big pieces. But like, they're gettable. Do you need like a consistent pass rusher? And you just need a stud offensive lineman to get the rest of this offensive line to gel together. It's like there's talent on the offensive line. They just don't work together. Just find a piece to make them work together and get somebody to get to the quarterback. And I think that's fucking light years difference. But that's just me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. With that said, though, it is lock time. Okay, what are we betting? Oh, yeah. What are we betting? What did I say before? Broncos? I'll take the Broncos plus oh, three if you want the Chargers minus oh. three. Let's not get carried away. You don't like here. it too much, but what do you think about Thursday night? Panthers Falcons. To be honest, I really thought about that. I do like the Falcons a lot. He betting against Gonzo, but I'll send it if you want to send it. All right, well hey, we'll make it the try. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. I'll take okay. the Falcons plus two. I already said I'm against Gonzo. Fuck it, might as well ride with it. Love that that saying. What a move. That is what we love to see. To be honest, I'd rather have the bet against you than put it in my locks against Gonzo. Because I would never put it in my locks against Gonzo. That's fair. And to be honest, I was high on my list. So. All right. I'll take that. Let's do it. Well, I guess we'll know Thursday. Can I get two wins in four days? (laughs) That'd be big. Okay, right back in it. You know, yeah. all of a sudden you're at three and five, and then all you got to do is win two, out, you know, win two out of three or something mm-hmm. right there. Let's do it, Paul. It's a shame we're looking at two and six, though. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you got the locks first this week, Adam. Oh, I do. Okay, well, we're going to start with our first lock. Uh, I'm taking wow. the Panthers. I'm locking them. Dude, I went into the show when I was my number one. I think that they are going to win. I love what it. What a massive Thursday uh, night game. 
<laughs> I am fired up. <laughs> I, boys, uh, I like the Rams as well. Minus three. So give me that. Oh, you bastard. And oh, I have been really going back and forth with what I'm making this one. I don't like to do, I'm taking the Bears plus four. I don't like to lock my own team, but I think they're going to cover. I um, almost almost want to ride more on this Thursday night game. Probably going to do that yet. Wow. Feel free. Not going to do that yet. I feel like this one might be questionable. I think with Chaz, it's definitely going to be. I'm going to put the Raiders in at plus two and a half. I have this real strong. (laughs) They're going to lose by 20 or win by 10. I have this real strong and gut feeling that, you know, Raiders. I don't hate that. I I really hate that because I I do like the Raiders this year. Yeah, neither do I. I'm just biased with the Browns. That's fair. Um, I'm gonna kind of on that ranch one. Bad. Got me. Well deserved. Well deserved. Um, Chaz, I'm gonna go to your pit Baltimore game because this has old school pit Baltimore written all over it in a field goal game. So I'm gonna take pit plus a three and a half here. Not surprised like they went out right, like but I mean I would never take that. Yeah, so when he gets up, <laughs> I mean it's a field goal game. So, or if I can take the six and zero team yeah. getting points minus one. Yeah. No, not bad. I want to go over in Atlanta, Carolina, so bad tomorrow. <laughs> so bad. What is that over under? Fifty one and a half. Oh, so much man. going on. I'm gonna bank on the. NFL MVP this season. They go to Seattle and take Russ and the Seahawks minus two and a half. I like that game. Good job. I thought I was getting it. (laughs) Fuck. I I am happy you didn't do the over because it was 23-16 last time the Falcons. Was it really? Nice. Uh, Yeah. Fuck. One hurts getting covered. I was really banking on that one. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) bud. <laughs> um, all right, let's see what we got here. I'm gonna keep it in that game, gank. Uh, the Raiders Browns, I'm gonna take over 51 and a half. Like that, like I mean, that. Both these teams combined giving up 64 points a game, so I feel like that's I like it. I feel like that's either a fool's bet or I guess we'll find out. Uh, second one, I know I went, I know both of you guys disagreed with this one, but I'm gonna take my Lions at home plus two and a half. I don't know. I almost hate locked it. the Colts. <laughs> you almost locked the Colts out? Yeah, I don't hate Glad you didn't. I almost did, yeah. Glad I did. Um, I don't hate Fuck, I really want to see that one. Um, and then. Hmm. I will take the uh, I'll take the Vikings plus six and a half. Was Denver plus three on the list? What's up? Was Denver plus three ever on the list? Because that was my last one in line behind that Seattle and Atlanta. Uh, well, I, I guess I did take for me. I guess I could take one. I thought for sure you're actually kind of going there, but it was on my list. We're going to find out a lot on Thursday. Tomorrow. Yeah, we're going to learn a lot of things tomorrow. Two wins in four days. That's the headline Friday morning. Or or your lone win, your lone <laughs> win in weeks could be short-lived. <laughs> <laughs> and then you might have to go longer with me at another one. <laughs> Big week. Big week. <laughs> Massive week will be fun. Chaz, we got not one, two fantasy matchups. And to be honest, we got the one. The other one don't matter, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell happened? Uh, I wish we I wish we knew. I don't know. I don't know. Sixteen sixteen make the playoffs, right? Yeah. So we gotta win out. I, I could fucking gotta win out. I, 
I don't even think he got to win out. That leaves. I think I won five more games and maybe sneak in. Are you guys one two and six. five? One six. Six. I won my first league oh. at one six. <laughs> <laughs> and you're playing for yep. first in our league. I've won these I won like week four. Randomly. I also have like the fifth most points in the league. Well, had actually, I haven't really checked that close after this past week. What's yeah, it was like four <laughs> weeks no, ago. Last, last week, I was like fourth or fifth. There was a point I was one and four at the second most points. Yeah, that league's fucked up, but fair enough. Yes, yeah, our league, our yeah. league's a big one. <laughs> our league's a big yeah. one. I can lose three in a row. Yeah. Just remember <laughs> who started the streak, Gank. I don't hate it. <laughs> Just remember. I kind of, I don't know. I've accepted some losses. I got the five and zero. I'm confident up from obviously going to make the playoffs, but I'm just never seen Eckler. I I made my <laughs> trades based on Eckler, and I'm hoping he's back. Yeah, yeah it's a tough later. loss. To be honest, if I didn't have the wings I did, it was just above five hundred. I don't know if I would have ever made the trades. I was just looking at my team once Eckler came back. What I like better. But All right, Bulls. Week. Until next week, boys. Let's have another, another winning week.